0: Are your mindset blocks keeping you from reaching your business goals? What is your relationship with money? Do you value self-worth? My good friend and marketing teacher, Jill Celeste, shares why mindset is so important to your marketing. Jill teaches authentic and spiritual marketing fundamentals to female entrepreneurs. If you're ready to make meaningful noise in the new year, then keep listening. This is episode 24, Mindset and Marketing for 2020 with Jill Celeste. Hey there, mom boss! Welcome to the Social Media for Mompreneurs podcast. I'm Allison Scholes, brand strategist and lifestyle stock photographer, and yes, I'm that boss lady in sweatpants. If you're ready to fine tune your personal brand, grow your business on social media, learn some really cool marketing hacks, all while balancing family life, then girl, you're in the right spot. And please don't be shy; you can connect with me over at bossladyinsweatpants.com. If you're ready for today's show, go ahead and hand out the kids' tablets, open those juice boxes, grab your coffee, and hide in your closet. It's time to dive in. Hi, Jill.
1: Welcome to the show. I am so glad to be here, Allison. Thank you for having me.
0: All right. So I would love for you to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your business.
1: Okay. Well, I'm Jill Celeste. I call myself a marketing teacher rather than a marketing coach. I teach authentic and spiritual marketing practices to female entrepreneurs because I believe that female entrepreneurs are here to change the world and they need to learn how to market their businesses to let people know they are here.
0: That's amazing. And I love all your inspirational stuff you put out there on Instagram. I always look forward to your post every day, Jill.
1: Oh, thank you. I, I, my, my intention is to always be aspirational and
0: inspirational. I love that about yeah, you. <laughs>
1: why I, I, I do that because I think we need a little mindset boost every day.
0: <laughs> right? And speaking of mindset boost, we are almost to the new year. I, I can't believe 2020 okay. is Ugh. just around the corner. I know it. So yeah. I know a lot of female entrepreneurs right now are just trying to get everything in line and just reach for those Goals for 2020. But I think a lot of us, including myself, leave out an important aspect when it comes to our business and marketing. We forget about mindset. Right. So why is mindset so important to our marketing? So here's the thing I always tell
1: my my clients is I can teach you all the most wonderful marketing tactics in the world. But if you have mindset blocks about visibility, about getting out there, about your self-worth those marketing tactics will never get implemented or won't be implemented to their fullest degree. Your mindset has to be, not that it's ever going to be perfect, but you have to be working on your mindset in order for your marketing to be more effective as they're just connected.
0: I totally agree. And I think this past year, really the past few months, I have taken the time to clarify, I guess, or discover Mm -hmm. My mindset because I had a lot of mindset blocks and I didn't even know I had yeah, them. That's, that's very common. Very common. So, how can you improve your mindset?
1: Well, the first thing is what you just mentioned is to acknowledge that we all have mindset blocks. You know, if you study psychology, you learn that a lot of the things that happened to us when we were kids, even if we were raised in the most wonderful, supportive homes, our parents were human and, you know, they did things, or teachers or other members of our community. And those, those stories implanted in our self-conscious as early as the age of four. And we don't even know that they're there now as we're adults. Most of it, like I'm in my 40s. And things that happened to me when I was four, heck, I can't remember what I did last week, much less what happened <laughs> when I was four. So it's our job to first of all acknowledge that every human being needs mindset improvement work. It's just how we are. And then to make that a part of your daily, weekly, monthly plan. and The best thing to do is to find what works best for improving your mindset. Everyone's got a different way. Some people journal, some people meditate, some people go to church, some people watch view videos, they'll listen to guided imagery. The idea is to find what works for you. It's kind of like finding the right pair of shoes. You got to try on some pairs before you find the right fit.
0: Now you mentioned mindset blocks. Can you give some examples? Because we might have some listeners who just think, well, I don't have any mindset blocks, but when you really start to think about it, I think everybody has a lot of mindset blocks. You don't yes. even know it. So can you Absolutely. share maybe some examples of mindset blocks that female entrepreneurs might encounter?
1: Yeah, the big one is usually around money, earning money, talking about money, et cetera. If for example, a mindset block that's common with, with people, not just even just women, is your perception of rich people. If you have a perception that rich people are greedy, are mean, are selfish then you are blocking wealth from coming into your life because you're basically telling yourself that you're going to be greedy mean and selfish right um, so mindset blocks around money are really common also how your family dealt with money as a child god bless my parents they worked very very hard blue collar workers but paying bills was a stressful time and they often were very angry when it was time to, to write the checks for the bills And so those mindset blocks I picked up on as a kid, and for many years, I too would get angry about paying bills even if I had plenty of money to pay them. I just felt like that was the block I needed to to, to embrace, unknowingly, of course. So money mindset is a huge thing, and female entrepreneurs especially grapple with this because we're not supposed to talk about money, and women are supposed to be polite and civil and good, and that means we don't talk about money, and that is completely untrue. So that is one thing. Another one is about self-worth. So especially mompreneurs, we are very devoted to our children. And they, and sometimes the lines blur between what is good for our kids and what is good for us. And often we will sacrifice our own needs and desires and wants because we feel like we need to do that to be a good mom. That's a self-worth issue. So those are some of the mindset blocks you might find as a mompreneur is uh, feeling guilty about working when your kids are in the next room watching TV um, or investing in your business because your kid needs a new backpack you know those those things all come in those are all self-worth issues
0: that is probably one of the biggest mind blocks that i have dealt with and i still deal with it you know once in a while i think we can't feel guilty about right. those mind blocks exactly
1: we have to you know we're human
0: <laughs> right and we and we and
1: especially women we're not often very kind to ourselves We say mean things about our appearance, our hair, our glasses, our teeth, you know, and then we, and then how we raise ourselves. There's a lot of shame around mothering. Um, There's a lot of comparison and what are are the Joneses doing down the road? And that trickles into you, how you run your business as well. So when you, when you have these mindset blocks and you don't work on fixing them, your business
0: won't take off the way it should. Totally agree with you. So let's talk about business a bit. How can you enjoy the marketing process more? Yes. A lot of times I find mompreneurs say,
1: I hate marketing. (laughs) Or I hate selling. Or I hate blah, 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 blah. Facebook, you know, you hear a lot of that. Well, just like, for example, if for exercise, if you hate to do, to run, then chances are you're not going to keep up with a running regimen, right? Right. The same thing happens with marketing. What I teach is something called marketing joy. And basically I want you to implement the marketing tactics that you'd love to implement, the things that feel good to you. So if that means you're not posting on Facebook, then don't post on Facebook. If it makes you that unhappy, outsource it or ignore it. So I want you, when you think about, especially now, and I know we're kind of jumping ahead, but when you think about what's going up in 2020, and we'll talk a little bit more about this in a minute, but for now, just remember, what can I implement that makes me happy? that makes me feel good because when you feel good, it's going to emanate in your marketing and that's going to make it more effective. That's all marketing joy is. So for me, I love to write. I love to be teaching and I love to connect through social media. So that's all I do. And my business is quite successful. I'm not running Facebook ads. I'm not doing in-person networking. I'm not doing all the things that the marketing mentors tell you to do. I say, do what makes you feel good.
0: And that is something that I have learned recently about myself because let's not forget, we love social media, but I find it to be a very big distractor.
1: It
0: is. And yeah, and you know, you follow entrepreneurs that inspire you, but you also get distracted by their noise. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean that to be negative, but you have to take a step back and decide whatever they're teaching you. Or inspiring you to do something, does it align with you? Exactly. And that is something that I've been grappling with because being on the creative end, I want to do just about almost everything of course, right but then I have to take a step back and go, well, does that really align with me? Does yeah. that bring me that much joy to share with others? So
1: exactly. yeah,
0: you know and someone said, well wouldn't you rather be great at one to two things rather than just be? Mediocre or good at a lot of things, and that really resonated with me. I was like, "Wow, that's powerful." I believe that
1: you know, especially as it relates to social media. And
0: you know, depending on your business and your level
1: of interest, but a lot of the clients that I work with, you know, they they struggle with social media because it's a distraction. Let's face it; some of the news that we see on social media can bring you down, and so it makes you take you out—we call out of the vortex—and so they avoid social media. And But they, yet they feel like they got to be on 17 platforms because that's what experts are saying. And I always say, pick the one where your ideal clients are on. And then secondly, pick the one you like to be on too. Chances are they're the same because right. your ideal clients and you are often alike. So if you love Instagram, then you have permission to only use Instagram. And it's, so, it's such a relief off people's shoulders when they just give themselves a permission slip to do what brings
0: them joy. And that joy will emanate 100% to your ideal clients, no matter where you are. And I loved how you said permission slip because I think we're, as mompreneurs, we're almost looking for that permission or validation from the people on the outside. But really, you just need to grant yourself that exactly. permission.
1: I have, I did an exercise once with some of my students, and I literally said, get out your paper and say, I give myself permission to, and then whatever it is that they want to give themselves permission to. But Brene Brown talks about that in her book, Dare to Lead. In a meeting setting, everyone who's in one of her meetings first writes themselves a permission slip. That's how they begin every meeting in Brene Brown's organization. And I love that because it just puts you exactly where you need to be from a mindset perspective so that you can do what it is you need to do, whether it's in an organization
0: or in your own business. So yeah, write those permission slips, ladies. Right, did you all hear that? Go ahead, take a piece of paper out. Give yourself permission to, you know, take something off your plate or do something differently. You don't have to follow the status quo of what everyone else exactly. is doing.
1: Yes. And just remember, too, mentors, a lot of them are heart-centered and, you know, they're just trying to give people advice and they're, they're trying to appeal to different people. So some people really love Facebook and still they'll talk about that. But just because they're talking about it doesn't mean
0: it's meant only for you. Be discerning with the advice from our, from our mentors. So what marketing tactics should we implement for good old 2020?
1: 2020. I think 2020 is going to be the year of the loud women. (laughs) Yes. I love that. (laughs) We're going to see women all around, all different walks of life, really getting loud. And sometimes we hear loud, we think bad thoughts, loud like baby crying or horn honking. But loud, what I mean is what I call meaningful noise. We're going to be in the marketplace saying, I'm here to help you. So I would say for 2020, think about how you can make meaningful noise in your marketplace, how you can be more vulnerable, how you can be more authentic, how you can, if you're spiritual, how you can be more spiritual. Really show your talents and your gifts out there. The tactic is not as important as the message. your love of authenticity delivering that message. So if you do it through Facebook, that's fine. If you do it through blog writing, that's fine. Whatever the case may be, pick what makes sense for you, what makes you feel joy in your heart. But remember, we need you to get loud, ladies. (laughs) It's the entrepreneurs, the female entrepreneurs who are going to change the world. And we have to get loud in our marketing in order to do that.
0: That's awesome, Jill. And to get loud, please share with our audience where they can find you, because I think you are a wonderful teacher when it comes to mindset and marketing. You're just my go-to gal when it comes <laughs> to mindset, especially when I'm down and you know I'm getting a little negative. I go, where's Jill? I need her <laughs> stuff. <laughs> well,
1: you know, I call myself the entrepreneurial cheerleader because I think we need that in our lives, right? We, we do to go rah, rah in our corner, I'm proud to be that. The first place to start is my uh, website, jillceleste.com. That's where all my blog posts are, my great resources. And then I'm on social media under Jill Celeste or the Celestial Circle. Uh, You can find me on Instagram or Facebook.
0: And I will make sure that I put all your information in the show notes because if you're listening, yes, you need to get out on social media and follow Jill because she will just change the way you think about your business from a deeper, more spiritual level. So thank you, Jill, so much for being on the show. I can't wait for my audience to really get to know you and what you offer all of us amazing women. Thank you so much for having me. It's been my pleasure. This episode is brought to you by Boss Lady Insider, a monthly stock photo membership that saves you time, helps build momentum in your business, and gives you social media confidence. You can access the membership today at BossLadyInSweatpants.com.